Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Let's take tech in the right direction to drive social change and close the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. This podcast is focused on helping turn ideas into action to create opportunities for women to advance in the dynamic technology industry. I hope this podcast will inspire and motivate you to encourage more women and girls to seek or grow a career as a woman in technology. Stories about the journey of amazing women in this tech field starts right now. Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Today, I'll be speaking with Beth Bridges. Beth became known as the networking motivator after attending and running over 2,500 in-person networking events over a 10-year span as the membership director of a large West Coast Chamber of Commerce. Her 2014 book, Networking on Purpose, hit number one in two categories on Amazon due to the strength of the network she built during that time. She is now taking her networking, coaching, and speaking expertise into the virtual networking realm with her nine-minute network course and virtual trainings. She is also the chief networking officer for Blitzer.com, an innovative new networking collaboration and community platform which combines the power of traditional one-on-one networking with the efficiency of the digital realm. She has an extensive digital marketing background, including two years at an IT firm. And in the real world, she's been nationally competitive, age-graded runner in the half mile. Hi, Beth. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. I'm very glad to be here. Great. So let's get started. Um, Can you share with us your career journey and how you got to where you are today? Like so many career journeys, you don't plan this all out, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so I uh, had a degree in business with a a marketing uh, side deal. And and this was long enough ago that it was not digital marketing. It was traditional marketing. But all of that was, was beginning to really build. And so most of my digital marketing was self-taught. And this was long enough ago that there was not, there were not a lot of courses. There were uh, websites with tutorials. I remember learning HTML from uh, a, a website and then writing code in Notepad and then, um, and then uh, uploading it and testing it in the browser and just doing it kind of the old fashioned way. So I ended up working for a commodity board doing their, Um, international marketing program. After that, I worked uh, for a small while for a a winery in their marketing. And then I ended up at a chamber of commerce as their membership director. And, and this really was when, um, you know, social media and the internet really started taking off. And I saw how powerful that was going to be for, for the chamber. And so I, I just really dove into it personally and then I was able to take my my personal profiles and my personal um, online network and apply that to the chamber. And 
after the chamber went and worked for an IT company as their marketing uh, VP of marketing. And that is where really started sharpening my SEO chops and uh, worked with the web design team there. And also of course with the technology team. So it's, it's been this rather coherent when I look back, even though I didn't intend it to be a rather coherent uh, narrative of digital and marketing and technology. That's great. Um, it gives you that variety, right? And you're able to learn from each journey and then use those for other, uh, for other positions. So that's, that's awesome. Now I hear that you are the networking queen. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So I do, I call myself the networking motivator because queen sounds, um, it sounds like, like you're up on the throne in front of everybody and you're just waving down at the little people. Oh, so nice to see you. But <laughs> the networking motivators like down in the trenches with you. And I'm, I'm probably standing behind you going, come on, we can do this. Let's, let's do this. I want to encourage you and I want to make this easy for you. And I want to make it simpler. And so that's why I kind of took on for myself the the title of networking motivator because I really want people to know that I'm with them. And this all came about when I was at the chamber. I was the membership director for almost 11 years. And during that time, I attended 2,500, 2,500 networking activities. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them were breakfast, so maybe there was okay. Bloody Marys instead of <laughs> <Okay>. wine. <laughs> That's a lot of networking of events, but it really teaches you a lot when you push yourself to be out there. So tell me some of the motivations you've given to people to get them to be better at networking. It was it was an excellent experience, and two major things that come to mind when I think about what would I tell people about that experience? First of all, that is not sustainable. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't recommend that people do that. I don't recommend that you build your network uh, by 2,500 over 10 years came out to something like 20 to 25 a month. And that was, it was one to two a day. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so that is the number one thing. And, and it was through that, that I realized, okay, this is, it was part of my job, so it was really built in to what I was doing. And and if you do really rely on networking for the vast majority or all of your uh, leads or your business, yeah, maybe you do need to put in that kind of effort. But for most people, you don't. And so instead of being just doing more, 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 you need to be more deliberate and intentional and have a system and have a strategy. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle is that it's, it's very, uh, let's throw spaghetti at the wall. Let's just go to some events and, and see what happens. And we can't afford to do that. We don't have the time. We don't have the energy to be um, just haphazard about it. And I think that is the number one thing that most people need to think about. If they're not getting the results they want and if they feel um, frustrated, then they need to step back and ask themselves, do I have a system? Do I have a strategy or am I just doing random stuff? 
Why do we need to network? What, what are the reasons why we need to network? There's only one reason to network, and that's if you think that people are going to help you get anywhere in life. And mm -hmm. right now, the machines haven't taken over everything. So right now, we still depend on each other and people doing things and people helping us. And that that's why we need networking. As long as we think, um, as long as we cannot do every single thing all on our own without any other people. As long as we need people, we are going to need networking. We're going to need to have people around us that we can trust, people who can trust us, people that we help, people that we can rely on to help us, whether that is in our personal lives or our business life. Absolutely. Relationships are so important. And there's nobody on this planet that can do it alone. We can't do it alone. We all need people around us to lift us up, to motivate us. And then we need to give back, right, and help them as we, as we grow. So you're also a published author. So tell us about your book. Uh, so the book is called Networking on Purpose. Nice. Right. So this came out of my whole understanding that that a lot of people struggle because they just they don't have a they don't have a plan. They don't have a strategy. And so the book is not a collection of tips because I, I don't know about you, Jennifer, but I can't remember uh, 100 tips. What mm -hmm. I wanted was a strategy and almost everything that I that I was reading and learning about networking were, were tips and not a strategy, not mm -hmm. a clear step-by-step, step, you know, I wanted something really simple, but that could work um, with whatever your your situation was. And so it, and it also came about because my mom would call me every once in a while and say, hey, would you like to have lunch today? And I'd say, mom, I got to schedule you for three weeks from now. I'm so sorry. And I thought, that's terrible. That's, that's, that's not a way to live where you got to, your own mother, you got to, you got to pencil her in. So that's when I thought I got to, I got to learn to be more strategic about this myself. And so networking on purpose was the result. It's, it's on Amazon. Okay. I have a funny little story about that too. So it hit number one in two categories the day it launched. Wow. That's yeah. great. Congratulations. Thank you. And, and these were actual full price paperback copies of the book. Um, it is possible to get your your ebook to uh, rank number one, and it's not super hard, but it's a lot harder for your full price um, printed book. And I I had this all planned, and I was a little you know how we are we're we're never one hundred percent certain something's going to turn out the way we'd like it. And so I'm talking to my cousin, and I'm telling her I don't know you know I hope my book makes it. I hope this is all worth the effort. And she says, Hey, if you can't sell your book about networking to your network, then you suck at networking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, that's a good point. <laughs> so apparently I do not suck at networking. No, no, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, that, That's really great. Um, what, what sparked you to write a book? Well, it really was that watching people at, at the chamber watching people just struggle and work really hard and and try really hard and then kind of blame themselves and feel like they failed and 
um, really seeing them spend more time and effort than they needed to without getting the results they wanted. And I thought, I, I need to, I need to help them with the same way that I've helped myself. That's great. And that really has helped probably so many people. All the people who purchased your book are now learning how to strategize to be a really good networker. So that's great. But you're also teaching your expertise via virtual trainings. Um, share with us about your nine-minute networking course. I think I need to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we've all had to pivot. So I was actually working on a course that was going to help people with their in-person networking, and that was almost done in February. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we know what happened. And this really came out, it's, it's a, a, not a different process, but this is a different approach. This is a, a fresh new angle to it that is not covered in my book. Uh, they would go well together. But what I really started thinking about, what was the hardest thing about virtual networking? And it is consistency. Mm -hmm. I, I believe that it is consistency. And, you know, March and April were just so, it was hard. Everybody was, you know, trying to deal with all kinds of things. But now that we've settled into, for who knows how long, a system where we're not going to be getting together in person, mm -hmm. um, we need to build consistency into our networking. And so the way the nine minute network is, is designed is obviously you can make a guess that you can get this, you can get done what you need to get done in nine minutes a day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the reason for that is that a key to consistency is first of all, having what you want to do be small enough to be achievable every day. And, and I thought I can wrap my mind around nine minutes of anything. Mm-hmm. And even then exercise, even exercise, <laughs> right? Exercise or, you know, straightening up or organizing or, you know, whatever it is that you struggle with, I, I can, I can handle nine minutes. And so that barrier of this is going to be really hard. It's going to be a lot of effort and it's going to be, you know, too big to take on right now. It takes that away. And then also having a system again, I, you know, I'm going to keep saying that over and over again. It is, so much of this is about having a system. And so the nine minute network is also a system. And finally, I think one of the things that really hinders a lot of people is that they don't know when they're getting results from their networking. And if you're, you don't know if you're getting any results, how can you be motivated to do more? That's, that's so true. So networking is pretty daunting, I think, for a lot of people. I do a lot of networking or I did a lot of in-person networking because I own a business. Uh, we go to conferences. We, you know, are always in front of customers, uh, whining and dining them and all of that. But so you do a lot of networking and meeting new people and, and but it is daunting for a lot of people. Um, you know, I've heard some stories of, you know, a lot of people are networking around the bar and the people who don't drink, they, they just like, what do we do if we don't drink, we don't fit in, you know? So there's all of these things that are going through people's minds at different times. So what are some best practices and, or even a couple tips that you can give our listeners that has really worked for you? 
let me tell you something that kind of came to me uh, not only during this recent time, but in the last couple of years, because I've had some life experiences that have changed my perspective on networking. Mm -hmm. And one of the most important things I think people could keep in mind is that you do not have to network publicly. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to go to in-person events and be the, the life of the party. You don't have to be online all the time telling people how networked you are. You can do this by building relationships one at a time Mm -hmm. authentically with real people as a real person yourself and it does not have to be a big show it does mm -hmm. not have to be like that and I think that is one of the most important things for people who maybe find it hard to remember it does not have to be like that yeah I remember you know very early on in my career when I would network I felt like I had to meet everybody and know everything about everybody and have them all like me and you know all of that and then over the years I realized just like you said if you find one or two really good people that you can spend time with and connect with it's worth every minute of your time you don't need to meet the entire room you know it's the strategic, valuable people that you want to build that relationship with is the most critical. And that's what you're saying, right? That is what I'm saying. And I'm going to add to that. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, though, that a mistake or not a mistake, but something that doesn't help them uh, that some people do is that they they do not expand their network enough. So you need a little bit of both of it. Um, you need to be really focused and strategic, but you also need to um, have a little serendipity in there, have a little bit of opportunity to just see who gets put in your path and, and be kind of open to that. Um, there's things that have come about for me that I never would have predicted uh, that happening if I had not been just kind of willing to every once in a while, just, yeah, I'll meet, I'll meet whoever, <laughs> I'll, mm -hmm. I'll kind of let things happen. And I do believe that, you know, people cross your path for a reason, you know, and so you have to be open to welcome them because it could change your life, you know, exactly. it's, it's so great. Yeah, exactly. that's really good. So how do you, this is again, daunting, when you walk in a room full of strangers, what is your recommendation? How do you start to connect with this, you know, room? What are some of the first things that I need to do? if I'm walking in and I know nobody? Well, let me take that in a little bit of a different direction for you, okay. if you don't mind. Um, I had been doing some, oh, you can call it online networking, some virtual networking with people. I have uh, people, friends, contacts, connections from you know across the country, and I'd been doing a little bit of that. Um, I think that you know, right now, everybody expects that, hey, I, I, nobody's told me this, but this is kind of how I'm picking up on it a little bit. People are thinking, oh, the minute we go back to, quote, normal, I'm making quote marks with my fingers, because <laughs> who knows, the minute we go back to normal, it's all going to be normal, and we're all just going to meet in person again, and we don't have to do this this virtual thing, but I think that 
going forward, I think that a, a strong, robust networking strategy is going to include both. Absolutely. And to circle back and answer your question, I think that the online virtual aspect of it can make your in-person much more effective and efficient and more comfortable. How so? I think that when you are part of, let's say, let's say, for example, you are part of your chamber of commerce Mm -hmm. and you think, I'm going to go to this networking mixer and it's going to be a room full of strangers and I'm not going to know anybody and I'm going to have to plunge into this crowd and meet strangers. Mm -hmm. But you can go online. You can, hopefully your chamber of commerce is offering some virtual networking right now. Um, That. That I know is a struggle for chambers of commerce right now. How can we provide some of this same level of connection and and go online without driving everybody crazy with endless Zoom meetings? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Zoom fatigue. Zoom fatigue is a real thing. Um, but let's say that you've had the opportunity somehow to be introduced to someone online, either by seeing their profile or actually um, being part of a virtual networking event and even if it's just a brief introduction now it's not so cold when you walk into that event if maybe you know they're there or you've asked them if they know some people who are going to be there and and you're leveraging the online to help you with the in-person yeah i love that so you can read a little bit about the person see their interests maybe even come up with a list of strategic people that you want to meet, you know, five, 10 or whatever that it looks like. And then when you meet them, you have something to say. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Doing your research, you know, and that's part of people, you know, I get it. I get it. It's so busy. And sometimes the days you're just running from one thing either literally or or figuratively online you're running from one thing to the next and you think oh, i don't have a lot of time to do this research but it it um it speeds things it actually speeds things up slowing down to take that time and do that work will speed things up for you and i think it makes you more comfortable too right i mean i i feel like when i'm doing any kind of public speaking or talking to a group of people if I know my my content really, really well, it's less, I have less nervousness. I am not as fearful. But it, when I'm not, and I did, I made a mistake many years ago where I had somebody write my speech for me. And it was the worst thing I could ever do oh, because no. it was the hardest thing <laughs> right. to say it in somebody else's words, you know? Yeah. And so... Knowing your content or knowing who you're going to meet, I think definitely makes it a little more comfortable. Absolutely. So one of the things that I've discovered that um, has become probably my favorite way of networking, one of my favorite ways of networking and one of my favorite ways of meeting new people right now is Blitzer. Mm. And I don't know if you were going to ask me about that, but I definitely want to tell I you. I want to know. Yes. So uh, when I was with the chamber, this would be 12 years ago, I discovered something online that was uh, like speed networking. Have you done speed? Have you Mm -hmm. done a speed networking in person? I have. I love them. I used to, I've probably run 75 of them for my chamber and other chambers. And I've 
I have run them for organizations. Love them. Uh, you meet a lot of people in a short amount of time and you don't have that, oh, how do I approach people or, oh, how do I get out of this conversation? You know, it's timed and time's up and you move on. So a number of years ago, I found a platform online that was doing kind of like a speed networking deal where the system did it all automatically for you, matched you up one-to-one -one with people, and it was using um, telephony, right, phone uh, over the internet. And I ran several virtual speed networking events like that for my chamber. And then when I left the chamber, um, you know, I wasn't running those events anymore, but it was on my mind about that platform for years and years and years. And every couple of years, I'd go look and see if, because they'd kind of shut it down and I'd look to see if maybe they'd brought it back or if they'd started it up again, because it was, I always thought about it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, COVID happened and I thought, okay, I, I got to find these guys at least and like mm -hmm. ask them, hey, hey, any thoughts about, you know, bringing this back and, and maybe doing it, with, you know, in some bigger ways. I found one of the original people that had been part of it 12 years ago, found him online, reached out to him. He remembered me. We connected. We planned a Zoom meeting. We're having the Zoom meeting. And I'm telling him a little bit of this story and whatever happened to this platform. And he said, oh. They just relaunched it. It's video. It's one-to-one -one sequential face-to-face mm. -face videos. And, oh, they have an event here in 20 minutes. You should jump in and try oh, Wow. <laughs> right on time. <laughs> See what I mean about just being open? So yeah. I did. So I did. I'm like, okay, great. I'll, I'll go do it. And he says, yeah, tell them, you know, tell the the co-founders they should be on it. They run the events all the time right now. And, and just tell them I sent you. And so I did, and it was amazing. It was wonderful. I loved it. I met some amazing people, and that was the, the Blitzer platform. And it, it really is one of my absolute favorite ways to network and to build my network right now. And just like I was saying, you, you want to add people to your network now you want to meet people that maybe normally would not have the opportunity to meet mm -hmm. and and it's just amazing there's more to that story too but i i just love the platform and and jumped into it a hundred percent that's great oh yeah i'd love to hear more about that at some point um so you also have a strong digital marketing background um which you said you know in your past uh in your journey and your careers, that was something you did a lot of. Um, so how did those skills come in handy for networking? I know we talked a little bit about social media where you can, you know, research somebody, but what else do you do and what's, what are some of the social platforms you do use and why? So it took me a long time to realize the connection between the, well, not digital marketing, because really marketing is, Marketing is everything, right? Marketing is every impression that you make mm -hmm. on someone. And so mm -hmm. networking is part of your marketing strategy, honestly. It's it's mm -hmm. part of, you know, marketing is that big picture of the impressions that you make on people. And networking is the most direct face-to-face, -face, well, or, or online to online now, way you make that impression. But I also do, so currently a big part of my business is, SEO, mm -hmm. search engine optimization, and I realized that networking, like we're talking about here, is 
you know, building your personal connections and building yourself, uh, building your visibility. But SEO is just networking for your website. Mm -hmm. It's true. <laughs> nice analogy. I love that. <laughs> and it's very much a lot of it has a lot of parallels. You know, for one for one thing, one of the most important things for getting your website to rank is having other sites link to it. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. like for you as a person, it's having right. connections. Your website needs to be connected. Otherwise, it's just floating out there in space. And nobody knows how to find it. And nobody refers to it. Uh, just like if you don't work on your networking, you're disconnected. And so it, <laughs> it is very important that, especially now, if you're going to network yourself, that people are also able to find you online and make those connections. And your website is really the, the uh, center of that uh, visibility online. And so your website needs to be networked as well as you do. Very nice. I love that. And sometimes we don't think of it that way, but it's so true. You know, a network that doesn't have a website that doesn't have links is kind of floating in Space? Nowhere land. Space. Space. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like if you had no connections with yeah. other people, you'd be floating in space. So really very good analogy. I love that. Well, this is so much fun. I love talking about networking and, you know, in business, we have to always think about that. I love what you're doing with your nine minute course. Um, I know our listeners would want to learn more about that, so uh, we'll get to that. But in closing, what advice would you give to a woman that's considering a career in moving with some kind of technology, whether it's digital marketing, if it's you know digital transformation, whatever that looks like? What what would be your advice to a woman that says, you know, this is what I want to do, but I'm not sure. So my advice is going to, of course, be very related to what I mm -hmm. do and how I have accomplished what I've accomplished. And that is to, yes, you need to have the technical skills. You you need to be very clear on what your your value is in and with your skills. But you are better off having a very, very, very strong network and not perfect skills, then you are having perfect skills and no network because your network is going to provide, obviously, obviously the opportunities, the job opportunities, the promotional opportunities, the, the gigs, the clients, but your network is also going to help you with what I, I think is still, unfortunately, a major obstacle for women and, um, people of color, anybody who's, you know, hasn't been in tech because tech has that reputation of, you know, it's, it's a, a bunch of dudes, you know, who, um, male dominated, yeah, yeah. they're, you know, they're head down in the guts of, of the system. Um, having a strong network is going to remind you of your value and your strength and your knowledge, and they're going to encourage you, and they're going to remind you how skilled you already are, and they're going to help you continue to build your skills, and they're, they are really going to help you be connected to all kinds of physical and uh, mental and emotional resources that will help you in that industry. I love that. That's great advice to build that network because 
you can get anywhere. You can do whatever you want with a good, strong, strong network. So that's great. So Beth, in closing, can you tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you? What are some of the best ways? It's very easy to find me online. Yay. That, <laughs> uh, good SEO will do that for you. If you do a search, if you simply do a search for Beth Bridges, I will, I will come right up. I'll dominate the, the search results as well. If you search for the networking motivator, I will come up as well. And my website is kind of the hub. You can find out about the book, well, which is also on Amazon, of course. You can find out about the book. You can find out about the course. And you can also learn a little bit more about Blitzer, uh, which is B-L-I-T-Z-R. Dot com, and my website is thenetworkingmotivator.com. And I'd love to connect with anybody, of course, on social media at LinkedIn, Facebook, and hear from them. And if they have any questions or stories, I love stories. I love networking stories. So reach out to me and tell me your networking stories. That's awesome. That's, and great, great, uh, easy websites to get to easy to get to you, which is so important in a digital world. Um, thank you, Beth. It was a pleasure having you on the show. I'm so excited. Um, this was great. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. Please take a minute to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Thank you. See you next week. From IT skill enhancements to end user adoption training, Directions Training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. Receive 30 days of free access to our Microsoft official curriculum on-demand courses for IT professionals or end users. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com slash podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions.